This is Katie Lee Labinsky, Web Managing Editor at Sigma Xi, the Scientific Research Society, an American scientist magazine. In our Pizza Lunch podcast, we interview scientists who give lunchtime lectures at our headquarters in North Carolina. Dr. Ron Alterovitz is an assistant professor in the Department of Computer Science at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. He studies computational robotics by developing new algorithms to enable robots to safely and autonomously complete innovative tasks in clinical and home settings. When applied to robots, these algorithms have the potential to enhance physician performance, improve patient care, and autonomously assist people in their homes. Currently, these new algorithms are being applied to minimally invasive medical devices, like steerable needles and tentacle-like robots that can bend around anatomical obstacles and provide physicians with better access to targets. Along with the clinical side, these robots and algorithms are being applied to personal robots in the home, such as helping elderly and disabled people who may not otherwise live independently. Dr. Alterovitz goes more in depth about how these robots work and their future impacts on the health field. Robots bring advantages of accuracy and precision. They can also be used in remote environments, and they also have the ability of doing things faster, um, as well as the ability to do tasks autonomously. So what we'd like to do is to bring some of those advantages um, to healthcare settings, uh, robots that can do surgical procedures, and then also look at robots that can assist people in their homes with tasks of daily living. One of the most significant uh, robots is the intuitive surgical da Vinci system. So the da Vinci system works with the physician sitting at a console, and at the console they can teleoperate a robot that is doing laparoscopic procedures inside the patient. So three incisions are made, three small incisions are made inside the patient, um, and through those uh, there are robotically controlled tubes that can then do the surgical task in the patient. So these robots have already been installed in over 2,000 hospitals uh, worldwide, um, and hundreds of thousands of procedures have been performed. In general, one of the key limitations of all surgical robots uh, that are currently on the market, um, as well as a lot of medical instruments, is that they're limited to straight line paths. Uh, so these are straight devices, whether it be a needle or whether it be a laparoscopic instrument. Um, it requires a straight line path from outside the patient to the surgical site of interest. And one of the research areas that we're focused on is looking at devices that can follow curvilinear paths and hence can move around anatomical obstacles to reach sites that you can't reach with traditional robots or traditional instruments. One of the surgical robots that we're looking at is a steerable needle. And so the idea behind a steerable needle is that it can follow a curved path through soft tissue. And the way that it works is that it has an asymmetric tip, a bevel tip. And so when that bevel tip is pushed into soft tissue, uh, the needle will bend in the direction of, bev of the bevel. Uh, we also have these needles to be very flexible. So because of that, they'll bend a lot and they can follow curved paths. And on top of that, they're controllable. So at the base, we can twist the needle and that causes the bevel to change direction and allows us to follow curved paths uh, in a snake-like manner. One of our focuses has been on planning motions for these robots, uh, which is challenging because these devices follow curved paths um, and that we have to be able to plan the full curve of the trajectory uh, from outside the patient through the patient to the target while avoiding anatomical obstacles. So to control the device, we are developing algorithms and software that tries to automatically compute when should the needle turn and how should it turn to automatically avoid these obstacles and reach the target. To sense the location of the actual needle tip, we can use magnetic trackers. 
Uh, and with that, there is a, a, a small piece that's placed inside the needle tip. Um, and using magnetism, we can locate where that tip is in 3D space. On top of that, there's also the challenge of monitoring what's happening to the surrounding tissues. And for that, we can use imaging modalities such as ultrasound, um, as well as preoperatively, we can use imaging devices like CT scans in order to identify where are the anatomical obstacles and where are the targets. To handle um, uncertainty, uh, one of the approaches that we've been looking at is a reactive form of planning. So we have a plan that will guide the needle from the start location to the goal, but we, instead of executing the entire plan, we only execute the first centimeter or so of the plan. And then after inserting one centimeter, we can use sensing to determine where's the needle tip, where have the obstacles moved to, and based on that information, we can then replan. So the steerable needle that I just talked about uh, only moves through soft tissue mediums. If we want to move through open air cavities, we have to use a different type of device. And so one of the devices that we're looking at is a concentric tube robot. And so the main idea behind this is that we have nested tubes, and these tubes are each pre-bent. So we have an outer tube that is pre-bent, and through that we deploy a slightly thinner tube, and through that we deploy an even thinner tube, and so forth. And each of these tubes, uh, which is typically made of nitinol, um, is pre-bent with a certain shape. And so as we push the inner tube through the outer tube, uh, the tubes will elastically interact and will achieve some shape. And by adjusting the twist and the extension of each tube, we can create a wide variety of different shapes. One of the challenges that we're looking at is being able to have the, an interface for the physician where they can identify where they want the instrument tip to go to, and then we automatically plan what should be the extensions and rotations of each of the tubes. We're not looking at having a robot that's fully autonomous that does everything by itself, but rather with supervision. And in this case, for a surgical application, the physician will always be in charge. Our goal with creating both the searable needle and the concentric tube robot are to enable physicians to perform new procedures that they couldn't previously perform. And furthermore, to take procedures that previously could be performed and make them much less invasive and much safer for the patient. There's a new generation of robots that really could add a lot more capabilities to this. So imagine if you had a Roomba and add to it two arms with the ability to manipulate objects in the environment. So this would open up a whole new realm of possibilities. So there are already some commercial companies that have started to look at developing robots of this form, but there's still a challenge, which is that even if we had a robot that had mobility in the environment and had the ability to manipulate objects, they would still not be useful unless they had some intelligence, some ability to actually know what the task is and know how to perform the task. And so that's where the key challenge lies and one that we've been focusing on. This Pizza Lunch podcast was produced by American Scientist Magazine. The magazine is published by Sigma Xi, the Scientific Research Society. The music is spot by Ardent Octopus, courtesy of Mevio's Music Alley. Thanks for listening and tune in next time.